welcome to the Ain't Shit Show. Welcome to the Ain't Shit Show. I have Shogs. It's just me. And, it's a me and Shogs episode. So you already know that it's going to get introspective like a motherfucker. You already know we're going to be talking about some shit that scares the hoes. Dark Classico. Yeah, the Dark Classico. <laughs> you already know we're going to say some shit that don't make no sense to lots of people. We're about to alienate all of the shit posters in our God- <laughs> in our orbit right now. Now, uh, I wanted to tell Shogs the secret of posting because I think Shogs, the thing is, I break this rule a lot. And this is how I know, like, when you make a good rule, you break it a lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just one of the things that anyone knows. This, you got to right? have the rules that prove the exceptions. Precisely. But the rule to, like, being a good poster on any social media is to not is to be there specifically to post. Like, don't read any anything other than the comments that people leave on your on your on your post do not read the timeline do not scroll it do not look at it it's not there for you you don't give a shit about it you don't that's who cares don't go there for that you go there for when you think to yourself uh head from a girl who's zippy zoppy you put you blast that shit out you know what i'm saying uh you know when you have a wild like I'm taking a gay sex tolerance break. You blast that shit out. You don't think about. You don't like think about. Man, what are the what are the boys in the group chat gonna say about this? I don't care about them. I'm just saying it. It's in my head, and that it needs to get out of my. It's poison. If I sit on it, if I if I if I rotate this shape in my brain, it it's gonna get too big, and I won't be able to. It'll get stuck, Suez Canal style. You know what I'm saying? Yes. I don't know. I've been struggling over the last... Honestly, for the last year or so, I've been struggling with the very concept of posting and being a poster. It seems to me to be a disreputable pursuit. And I don't mean like in a kind of like a... I don't mean in a, oh, well, the actors, they're immoral. But more just like a... Sort of like jerking off, but less productive. Like, I mean, I'm a writer. I've written a couple books. I probably would have written more if it weren't for posting. Posting is increasingly to me, like, unless you got something good, like, oh, head from a girl who, uh, head from a girl who's a racist. Or, uh, (laughs) hell yeah. head, Head from a dude who, uh, head from a dude who got head from the headless horseman. Head head from a girl who's a headless horseman. Yeah. Head from Ichabod Crane. Yeah. Yeah. Getting the the nose in it. You know what I mean? Do you think Ichabod Crane and Strom Bones ever uh, explored each other's bodies? Explored each other's bodies. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, there we go. (laughs) Oh, my God. She Washington Washington on my Irving till I Ichabod Crane. She Ichabod on my Crane till I... uh, (laughs) To a lot of, to, yeah. You know, that kind of, but yep. outside Hell of yes. that, the majority of posting, and even the best posters will almost many times will resort to voice, the, 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 the illusion, participating in the delusional notion that your opinion matters and you should talk about this. This is important. You need to express your opinion on this. You need to make sure everybody knows that you're you you need to signal to your 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 affinity group and that you are you are a goody good good goody good 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 and you need to counter signal to the bad people that you're not like them I don't like them it doesn't matter who they are everybody on the fucking internet like nobody it's 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 just been driving me more and more crazy over the years i think it started in maybe 2020 Especially, again, like, oh, Bernie started to be like, oh, hey, look, all the posting in the whole wide world didn't do diddly shit. Uh, and it doesn't do diddly shit. It's just a way to vent, to feel like you, to participate in a delusion where your voice matters and to uh, grift from the well-meaning. Which is probably the best yeah. part of Twitter, honestly, is grifting goody two-shoes. But, uh... And so, like, the idea of, like, oh, I'm a poster. Increasingly, I'm just like, ew, ew. <laughs> I'd rather I'd be like to... a chronic masturbator, because at least that makes you feel good. 
I don't know, man. I think my biggest pretension is that I like to consider like the one thing that I hate about myself more than anything else. More than anything, I can I like unironically consider myself a philosopher. That's the gayest fucking thing that I do on a regular basis. You know, I myself suck off guys, and that's yeah. Poetry is cool though, man. I wish I was a poet. I wish I had the fucking audacity and balls to be a poet. I haven't written a poem for several years, but I live <laughs> a poem. Life po- is yeah, poem. No. My life you live is poetically. A poem. Yeah. I honestly, that's not a that's that's not even like deri- like derogatory or derivative. Like I believe that when you say that, I it's real. I do believe you. You are, in fact, living a poem. The best philosopher, Nietzsche, was basically just a poet who was hiding in the philosophy world. It's probably why people like him, because he had a poet's soul, and he wrote kind of like one. You can actually understand what the fuck he's saying. Yeah. Well, I like to consider myself a philosopher, but also, like, no, philosophile. (laughs) I like to consider myself a philosophile. (laughs) No. I like to consider myself someone who appreciates i guess like wisdom you know what i'm saying like a collector of wisdom yeah but like i i'm very foolish like i think the word philosophy is really fucked up a lot of people because i don't know they 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 get like they get like fucking attached to these at like these con like these concrete abstracts i don't know how to explain what that means but that's what it's like uh it's like you build a giant like concrete fucking building but the the base of it itself is just mostly sand it's shifting sand right like no one can really describe anything about anything ever at any given point in time and anyone saying that they can is fucking lying to you or is trying to sell you their next book do you get what i'm saying and you either buy into it and you you know you build your you you add you put the add-on to your your own little spin on this big giant enthralling it's the winchester mystery house right Every fucking philosopher, every leg of philosophy is just a Winchester mystery house. It's like there are original people, there are originators who fucking feel like, you know, Sarah Winchester. And you're like, I'm guided by spirits. I'm going to build a fucking ramp that goes to nowhere because I heard a voice tell me to do it. And then other people are going to pick up your work and start building their own rooms. You know what I'm saying? And like, that's essentially... That's it. That's how it fucking works. That's how philosophy works. Quick defense but of like, Sarah Winchester here. She actually wasn't guided by voices. She was just a bored rich lady with an interest in modern architecture movements and just had nothing to do, really. So she just kind of turned her house into her hobby. And uh, then after she died, people were like, Walk, can you believe that woman? She, What was up with that? It's like she was interested in architecture. No, the not they, a woman. The, she was crazy. The way they sell it. The way they sell it out here, because I'm in San Jose, like, the area, like, it's, like, not that far from my house, right? But, like, the the way they sell it is, like, she was guided by mysterious voices because she was guilty about the fact that her family's fortune was gained from killing Native Americans, which, like, one, yeah, they did do that. But also, too, like, at the time, you have to understand, Sarah Winchester probably didn't see those people as people, you get what I'm saying? Like, there's that is a, a fucking fat chance in hell that she felt guilty about that at all, right? Like, I'm not gonna fucking put words in someone's mouth, but I can tell you that the uh, the way things were back then, she she was not, she definitely was not fucking feeling bad about that kind of stuff, right? Also, like, to be fair to the Winchester Company, they were selling guns to both sides, as any yeah, yeah. good arms <laughs> dealer does. <laughs> Yeah, in all honesty, but I mean, at the end of the day, it, it's just a it's just a big ass weird house, right? Like, and that's what I'm trying to get at is that like there's no further meaning other than like it was just a house that needed that was built for the sake of being built. It's, it was an art project, and all all fucking all every every philosopher right now is about to every like philosophy nerd who listens to us is about to fucking shit their pants. But all philosophy is our art projects, man. It's one guy saying, what if the world is like this? And then tried to make it so. And that's literally all it is. Every it's wrong, but I mean. It's, you're, <laughs> you you're, say I'm wrong? Yeah, you're, you're getting at something. <laughs> it's like, but you know, you put it in the most, uh, put it in a meaninglessly so, provocative yeah, you... way. Sorry, I'm, a little, I'm in a fucking mood today. Um, 
you get so mad at me when I do these things. We have to try to understand the world. Even if you try, like, bro, I don't even try. That is, you are actually, you know. No, I know. And, no, and, I'm, and so I'm eventually the tinkerer, we got to like, come up with ways that we could communicate our thoughts and apply a little rigor to them. Because otherwise, it's like, well, I, I, um, trying to think of something philosophical to ref, refute. Uh, you know, I believe, uh, I believe everybody's just a brain in a jar, man. I'm the only person mm -hmm. here. You got mm -hmm. that's easily refutable to a degree. Refutable, mm -hmm. not disprovable. Refuting isn't the same as. Sorry, this is an area where I'm I'm a little fussy. Um, mm -hmm. Like I think philosophy is a noble pursuit. I think that the way that it happens is a lot of problems. But like people who take it seriously understand that. Yeah, it is. Our idea, it is shifting sand because our idea of truth shifts with our experiences, with our growth, with our growth as a society. And um, maybe I like the last guy's book and I don't mind him trying to sell the next book that he's got coming. It might be a good book. I'm legitimately, I don't have a side, I don't have a, a fucking leg to stand on in this conversation because I am one of those, I am one yeah. of those people. This is more or less I am a one philosophy of those podcast. Mass yeah, social no. critique, whatever. This yeah. is this, this is just a this is just a this is an academic podcast for people who think that Gene Ray of TimeCube.com is the wisest human. It's, well, it's this is a I don't know. This is a this is an academic podcast for people that like refuse who like refuse to read essentially. Right? <laughs> podcast who, for people who graduated from the school of life ceo yeah, the, of my the school world. of hard knocks yeah no but f listen i've i've talked about it with when bird respecter comes on and we talk about philosophy stuff uh every single time it's funny because like a lot of people like a lot of 17th century philosophers a lot of philosophers in fact like their beliefs now are so commonplace that like children understand what the fuck they're talking about like Sim like uh what is it uh simula and simulacrum like virtual reality like things being like things not necessarily being the thing in it you know what i'm saying like that 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 inability to understand that there's a real life and a false life literally like back in the day when he was coming up with that shit yeah it was wild for people to think about that but as time progresses as society progresses like toddlers understand that like there are things that are in the screen that aren't real <laughs> do you know what i'm saying like there's a there's a reality there's like a baseline reality now that technology has kind of uplifted everyone to understanding it was much harder to do that back when you didn't have technology like the technology right in front of you that was making it more capable do you know what i'm saying like i don't think i don't believe in like the matrix like simulation thing like when you talked about it the last time we talked about it, how you felt like it's a cop-out for everyone believes the temporarily embarrassed millionaire but it's like it's a similar it's a simulation thing i i when it, people start talking about simulation theory and they're like talking seriously about it my initial thought is like you are stupid like damn like damn you you know what talk i'm saying about simulation theory because it's actually a topic i i don't talk about much because i think that the way people talk about it you know people are like that's the dumbest thing i ever heard or like well we're definitely in a simulation i don't believe anything i'm proud of the fact that i don't believe anything at all if i can help it I like to, I have a probability matrix where I just throw everything in and just give them like weighted this and that. So if something gets above like eighty nine percent, I'm like, yeah, okay, I functionally think that I, you could use the B word, but uh, fucking, I think there's thirty percent chance maybe that we live in a simulation, maybe higher, forty percent. I don't know. Not just because of like the Elon Musk vet when you think about it. Uh we're building the machine and uh you know, the, the, the. but honestly there is a degree to like you know uh, endorphin port. Uh the, that great yeah. video for all of our listeners yeah, yeah, at home stop the thing. Go watch Endorphin Port on YouTube. Come back. <laughs> we'll wait for you because you're about to yeah. hit pause. Yeah. And we're back. So you just saw Endorphin <laughs> Port. And um, it ends with, you know, he escapes into the new place that's not a computer. And inside the computer, he ends it by sitting down in front of more 
virtual computers. Or like one of the cool things you can do with VR, I think one of the coolest applications of VR, and one thing I actually want to get some of those like XR glasses for that like you just put them on and they'll give you the whole VR experience, but they do give you like, you know, a virtual 120 inch screen. It's like, ooh, that mm-hmm. sounds pretty cool actually. The the ability to make it seems like, yeah, we're doing this now, like and if we're doing it now, we do seem to be trying to we do seem to be moving towards escaping into an increasingly virtual world. And it stands to reason we may have done this before. Is my whole big thing. It's like we're doing this now. We you know, this has happened before, this will happen again is is a thing I, I go around saying a lot. And uh, like, well, at the we might at act, the risk of we might be inside a simulation, inside a simulation, inside a simulation, inside a simulation. We know how we might be on, we might be emulating a simulation, and that would explain mm-hmm. a few things, like why we're the running, entire universe is illegal. Yeah, we're running 3ds right, and we're running, we're running, <laughs> we're running 3ds games on a PS4 right now. That's why there's lots of fucking choppy shit. Yeah, I do not believe that the universe is what the majority of humans perceive it to be, which is its own thing that exists on its own. I think it, you know, linear time, I've been going, we're inside of a hyper object that's probably yeah, I, sitting somewhere being viewed, looked at by something else. And simulation is in... just one word. You know, the Gnostics, I think we talked about the show, Gnostics had the whole, yeah. you know, uh, false reality, the veil of, uh, the veil of Maya, although there's, it's the an idea that is, roughly equivalent to simulation theory or at least similar enough that you can see a lineage has existed for thousands and thousands of years and simulation is just a modern world to describe this thought yeah but okay what i'm getting at is like function you know at the at the fucking peril of being considered a utilitarian from a functional perspective that means fucking dick to me that means absolutely nothing yeah it doesn't change like, anything. I can't, yeah, I can't do shit about that. You know what I'm saying? Like, that means fucking dick to me. If tomorrow, if Elon Musk were to pull his fucking face off and be like, hey, we're, this is proof of we're in a simulation, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, I wake up tomorrow and I have six legs out of nowhere, I have to now have to find pants that have six holes in them. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing. I just have to keep moving forward. There is no other. I can't do anything about any of this stuff. And, like, I don't know. This is where my worldview is a little strange, I think. But, like, by giving up control in the sense that I don't have the capability or capacity to, like, really control anything by willfully saying, okay, well, I don't have control. I now have control. Does that – you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I control now. And, like, in that way, even if it is a simulation – it doesn't matter to me. Like I've, I'm free. F- I'm free from whatever burden that is. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. For me, like my bi- my biggest thing is about like exit, right? Like I've always been. I've always been talking about exit strategies or like pulling out, figuring out idea ways to pull out. Right exit. wingers have. It's a good idea. The no, idea that, that you can <laughs> just everybody should have the right to opt out of. Yeah. Me- well, most things. They're- they're wrong because the way that they do it, the way that they believe in, in opting out is like, I want opt out with welfare and support. Do you get what I'm saying? Like opting out to like, fuck off. I'm going to go live in, I'm tired of Elon Musk's corporate fiefdom. I'm going to fuck off to Tim Apple's corporate fiefdom, which I will, by the way, when the corporate fiefdoms (laughs) come, I'm doing everything I can to be like, look how much, how many nice things I've said about you, Tim, Tim Apple, Tim Apple, come through. (laughs) Save me, you're doing this. Save me, save me, Tim Apple. Save me. <laughs> save me. Apple, you're my only hope. Yeah, Jesus Christ. Okay, no, but I, like, their version of freedom is this, like, or, like, the ability to opt out is, like, I want to be able to opt out, and I'm brave for that, and you should support me for it. And to me, this is where, like, people don't really understand my mindset because my mindset is a little weirdly right wing in this way. But like, if you really feel that way, then opt out pussy. What are you doing? Shut up, shut the fuck up and go and do it. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I'm working towards it. It sucks. Like I I want an, I want a fucking monastic lifestyle where I don't have to participate in a larger society where I can, me and my friends and my homies can fucking vibe and do our own thing. I want that. I want that more than anything. But like, I don't 
expect nor want support from any outside from anyone i i want to do it on my own yeah well, on they, my own terms they 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 have peter Thiel. they are doing that look at peter Thiel. i mean a lot of these guys peter are Thiel's... building it's not they know it's not going to happen in their lifetime i yeah. think but they are working on laying groundwork for that sort of thing but that's why like left left i don't know one of the things that kind of like changed my perspective on on like everything really recently like like recently i say recently but i mean like last year is uh deep faiths talking about it like left and right don't matter anymore upwing downwing matter now of that right. whole that whole framing yeah but i i still think that that framing is wrong because it's binary right i think simultaneity is like the it's the fucking future i don't know how to explain that in a way that makes sense but like simultaneity of like there will be leftist Nazis, right? <laughs> like there's an inevitability of people being like, I believe in socialism and, and uh, I believe that everyone is equal under, you know, this, this, that and this. And I believe, you know, that, Ma you know, Mao was correct. And I believe in all these things. But also I think that like certain group of people should be eradicated from this earth. And you're like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> right. Like where you have simultaneity, where you have like one thing existing that should cancel the other thing out, but they exist simultaneously forever and ever. And it's going to continue growing. It's going to continue getting more and more simultaneous, which is where like, I really fuck with like the idea of biocosm because biocosm essentially allows for that, right? Like I, I talk about life proliferation, like a, like the project of life proliferation, the project of life proliferation doesn't necessarily mean human life. It means all life. It means all all creation things like up to and including like rocks ge you know what i'm saying like geometric platforms because at the the universe itself is like this big empty nothingness life proliferation just means that you know to fill out that nothingness with somethingness right <laughs> like i don't know how to explain what that means or what it is but like that's that is a long that's like the that should be the long-term goal for every everything and everyone I mean, at least for us. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what's good for anybody else. Uh, fucking, <laughs> like, I agree with you on the whole. Like, no, yeah, yeah I, I enjoy radical helplessness. It's like yeah. not my fucking, not my, not my monkeys, not my circus. Fucking, I can't do yeah. anything, man. Fucking. Well, and mean, then you know what you can. Well, then you know what you can do. Uh, yeah. It's like radical helpless is just a fun way to put it. Radical. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> It, it's essentially it's it's like it's militant there's a there's a militantness in it but like there's a militant self-control aspect and that's legitimately all what i'm always seeking is self is self-mastery and self-control right and i i'm not fucking perfect i fucking eat cheeseburgers goddamn every day like i can't i can't i don't have the best self-control you know what i'm saying like I'm i'm working on mastering that but that's the point is that it's a continuation it's a I'm continuing the goal of, of working out and or not working out, but like working towards something. And like the idea really. I don't know what it, it's tenacity. It's it's radical militant tenacity, like the world, the universe, everything wants you to be fucking fucked up and sad and depressed and, and giving up hope and and believing in degrowth and believing that, you know, we're fucked, man. Everything's bad, man. And like you're supposed to look at that and be like, yeah, we're fucked. Everything's bad. Good make it harder you know what i'm saying i want to i want to succeed so fucking hard you know what i'm saying like i just i'm just saying you know not everybody's a, a sick weird psychic masochist <laughs> like we are who's like give me more no yeah. why why, hey. why doesn't chris chan have three dicks this is disappointing yeah, yeah. make it worse <laughs> make it worse fucking make i'm ready worse. i'm ready yeah. man fucking yeah. what if we started uh what if we uh, start being racist against dogs next? <laughs> we could do that. That sounds Wait, like fun. You know that. I mean, I'm not going to know that on show it to me. Show me you the know people on TikTok, doing that's it. Already, on TikTok, that's already happening. <laughs> the, the dog racism thing is already happening. <laughs> Explain. Uh, there's like a whole genre of like pit bull hate on TikTok for a while people are weird about pit bulls yeah but it's like a it's a it's a dog whistle what it's fucking hilarious when it's a dog whistle that actually involves dog whistles but but the <laughs> the idea is that it's a fucking like 
people will post a video about like just a pit bull like pit bull hate right like being like oh pit bulls are dangerous and they'll do the like you know like the it'll start off like be like oh you know this many percent of attacks happen and they're like based on this breed of pit bulls and then it starts there and then it turns into like a, an excuse to post racist statistics do you get, <laughs> do you get what i'm saying we're like <laughs> It's like you know, thirteen percent of all pit bull attacks. Like, yeah, what are you talking about? What are you What are you talking about? Do you get what I'm saying? Where like it just it goes. There's lots of like dog whistles within it, and it's all people like nodding at each other, being like, hmm, hmm. Yeah, and really, what they're trying. In my experience, because I've seen similar behavior on Twitter, it's always like white liberal, especially like women, who are the first to pull out the FBI crime statistics about pit bulls too. It's like, yeah, yeah. you just want to do that, and you're like, "Mm, I can't do it against people. But, yeah, but I can do it against dogs. Especially right? pit bull owners, because <laughs> yeah. I like pit bulls, but pit bull owners can be a little weird about it, too. Like, I get it. They feel attacked, I guess. But then they also, yeah, like, yeah. have you seen those, like, Instagram ads where they're, like, showing off the the dogs they got to stud and have puppies, yeah. and they look like weird monster truck promos? <laughs> they look like... One of my favorite things is like people breed these some they breed some pit bulls to literally look like Hulk like the Hulk monster dogs. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, and they're like and they're like, yo, but they're so cuddly. It's like, dude, you're you're not helping your case, man. Like you are that dog is deformed now. That dog does not look healthy. It is deformed. You've deformed a dog to make it scarier looking, and you're telling me that it's cuddly. Like, fuck off. It you're, probably you're just is. as bad. Like, it's probably yeah, a just, great dog. Just looks like a. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it literally. It literally. Yeah, it looks. Yeah, it looks like a a furry Lou Ferrigno. It's not. You know what I'm saying? It, <laughs> It, oh on my both, God. Anyways, both these... si- there's good people on both sides. <laughs> no, don't say that. People, no, there isn't. Just, yeah, pe- but, so pit bull owners can be kind of weird, but then people, but they're nice dogs. They're good dogs. I'm a pit bull owner. Yeah. I've had I've had plenty of pit bulls growing up in my life, and like not even for security reasons. My brother just likes big ass dogs. It's his preference is getting a big fucking dog that will fucking like, like 80 pounds and will jump on you and that's his favorite kind of dog and we've had dogs that were very nice very good temperaments and we've had dogs that were fucked up and you know bit the fuck out of us and both both times it was just like people temperament it was a temperament issue right some some dogs have temperament issues just like some people do like there's no fucking way around it it's just the way it is training is really right? important and- too my sister had a pit bull Great dog, sweet dog. She did nothing to train it or discipline it, and it just ran amok, destroying everything. It's like he's a little, yeah, that's, little meat tank. Is a yeah, is a literally. My dad, or no, my dad, my brother didn't. My brother did not do a good job raising his first couple. By the fourth or fifth one, and I got involved and realized, oh, you gotta, you gotta actually like walk them and do normal, you know, dog things. <laughs> like fuck, born, you gotta be an no, owner. Yeah, they're not bored knowing <laughs> how to do all the things you want them to do. Yeah, exactly. I don't know. I have a dog currently, uh, a new guy. His name's this is my today's actually our two month my two month anniversary of having him. Um, he's like a. I don't know what kind of fucking dog he is. He's like, he's like a terrier of some kind, but he's also like maybe a corgi of some. So he's like real short. He's real short, but he's real muscular. And um, tons of people. He's got like these very expressive face, like his eyebrows. He's very expressive and he like moves and stuff. And I've taken him on walks and people are like, he looks exactly like you. And it that hurt. <laughs> And I fucking it hurts my feelings because he's a short little meat tank. He's a little he's got little tiny arms. He's got little tiny legs. He's got a long body, but he's like real muscular. Like when he walks, you can see he's he's buff. Yeah. And like he and he's got like such an angular face and the expressive eyebrows. And people are like, oh, my God, your dog looks exactly like you. I'm like, you call me fucking a short little fuck, dude. (laughs) You call me a little fucking. You call me a short. What? my own dog as an adult but i really want what i've wanted for years i just want to get a little pomeranian so i fucking love pomeranians so i got a little pomeranian i want to name him colombo yeah. and he's gonna yeah. be my best friend and i think it'd be great because i'm always you know a that... sulky gloomy old shoggoth <laughs> with his little yeah. idiot friend yeah. <laughs> happy, happy happy that tracks that tracks you you strike me as like a as a pomeranian type of guy um 
fucking like pekingeses that just looks like a big like long ball of hair that like you cut off a girl with long hair's hair and then left it in the shower for a few weeks just becomes this clump <laughs> that runs around i think they're fucking adorable my girlfriend had some kind of chihuahua mix like a chihuahua terrier mix chihuahuas. And i do not I, like chihuahuas I love- at all I love Chihuahuas, man. I love them because they're they're moody little shitheads. I like that. I like that. I like a little shivery fucking guy that's mad at you, that hates you. Just <laughs> do you know what I'm saying? Like my mom's dog, uh, Beepo. He's a Chihuahua. He's an Applehead Chihuahua. So he's got a big fucking dome, and he's just like he hates everyone. He hates everyone, even my mom. And my mom is the only person who likes him. And he fucking and you know what I'm saying? He just he bites everyone. He bites the hand that feeds. He just doesn't fucking care. Like, we've tried training him. We've tried. The only thing literally I thought of doing is, like, just, you know, like, just fucking locking him in a cage or something. Like, you can't hit him because he'll, you know what I'm saying? You can't, like, tap him with a newspaper. Like, hey, get out of here. You can't do anything with him because he's, like, a third of a pound. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't fucking. He's a tiny guy. My friend but, Casey um, used to have a chihuahua named Ernie. And one day mm-hmm. they caught him <laughs> the guinea pig. Jesus Christ! It was, yeah, what was that? Just what walked the in. Fuck, they heard man? this like from the other room, like ah, ah, they come in. Fucking Ernie's just got pinned down, like Jesus going on. And it's like Jesus God. She just um, always had chihuahuas, and I hated all of them. Ernie was a creepy little little rape chihuahua, and then there was a Mickey Rourke who was smelly and would just rub his like hairless warm smelly body skin just against yeah. it. it just felt gross like a plucked chicken Hair- yeah hairless hairless like hairless dogs do stink they smell like people they smell like people right which is a fucked up smell for a dog to have do you know what i mean like when you smell it, you're like oh that's a that's a man's ass the smell like, <laughs> like what the fuck man like it's bizarre uh, uh, man jesus christ um, I'm trying to think of other, you know what I found out? Did you know that, uh, groundhogs are legal to own in like, in, I think in your neck of the woods in Montana, they're legal to own. You can own a groundhog. Yeah. And they don't. So groundhogs have a very distinct call. Like, you know, most animals have like all kinds of like, you know, their own, you know, like little pips and squeaks, uh, they go they say wahoo like audibly they're like wahoo wahoo very mario-esque wahoo if you hear them it's very funny it's one of the funniest things ever and they do it when they feel safe it's how they it's because they speak like they have like a very basic language that they that like or communicate it's not really a language it's like a communication style right where like you know, because you think about prairie dogs, they're literally they have to communicate somehow. And like when they're in danger, they have like different clicks and, you know, and, and calls. But when they're safe, they literally say, wahoo. Like, <laughs> yeah, if you you should look it up. It's one of the funniest things you'll ever hear is a, is a prairie dog wahoo. And I learned about this all on TikTok. Like, I don't know. I just to get back to like people's different style of internet i think that that's really what it boils down to is how you how you articulate uh information right like how you touch it how you manipulate it how you how you like receive it how you how you like pass it on how you interact with it because that's what all the internet is it's just like an interface for information right people used to say that it's like there's a series of tubes but like or they say that it's like a you know, like they think they think that the Internet is all these different things. But like, I don't know if you really boil it down to its base abstraction. All it is is just like it's a, it's an it's a way to interface with larger informational mechanisms. It's magic. Right. And like I was thinking about that the other day, like or actually not today, not the other day, but like today, like there's magic in everything. I was going to make a big thread about it, but like I thought I thought against it because I wanted me, to get For me, there are under- cathedrals everywhere for those <laughs> who have the eyes to see in this bitch. <laughs> but like, no, like uh, I wanted to make a big thread about it, but I also wanted to get home on time today. So I didn't I forego I forewent the thread and I've just been like trying to keep it present in my mind. But like, OK, here's an example. Um, 
when you go to a grocery store, a lot of how things are placed on shelves seems very arbitrary. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, you don't think about how things are placed on shelves. Anyone with any kind of, like, merchandising experience or, like, background understands that a lot of where things are placed is decided by, like, literally a council of people, right? Like, you know, an agreement between managers, between distributors, between regional managers, between sales representatives. There's a whole bunch of systems going on of where things are actually placed. But... And here's where the magic part comes in. When it comes to actual merchandising the product, sometimes the product that you want front and foremost isn't there or doesn't hasn't been like hasn't been delivered yet or isn't going to be delivered for all kinds of reasons, all you know, shortages or fucking distribution errors or all kinds of shit, right? And when that happens, the person who makes the call of whether or not to put something in the place of where it used to be is us merchandisers. And so we put, we place things where we, wherever we place them. And then in the morning there are, there's entire jobs of people who go and they have a price gun and they see the price of, they just scan the thing and they place the sticker of where it is. And so that now it updates the system and all those fucking meetings and talks about like where we want our product and where it's featured that goes right out the fucking window because now it's updated in a system that that is actually where that thing goes and that's magic there's you know what i'm saying like there's a fucking there's a these grandiose there's a grandiosity to that that every single product is like that that do you know what i'm saying like there's these secret councils that are a cult and like they're talking about things that are like in minutia about how things are going and where they should be going. And then, you know, they, they get placed. But the reality is one guy like me makes a, makes the penultimate decision of whether or not it actually goes there. And that's how that's, there's something magic about that. A right? Penultimate means second to last. Ah, well, fucking shut up, man. <laughs> I'm a big let's use penultimate right uh, uh okay, penultimate. Okay, it's still penultimate because like it's such a cool day, word and everybody wants in on it. I get it. Okay. Okay, but at the end of the day it is correct in the usage because at the end of the day a manager can go and be like, "Hey, that's in the wrong spot." And then move it and then it re-updates all over again. And do you understand like the logistic, I don't know, there's the, to me it seems very mundane. It's very because it is. It's extremely mundane. The mendacity of it is fucking just off the fucking charts but all of these secret systems working in collaboration with each other to kind of provide you this seamless experience is a huge deal and i'm not the only fucking industry that that does this right like every i grew up in a my dad was in you know manufacturing i grew up understanding that like you know every 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 washer every every uh every uh silicone o-ring every single button in every every uh cap on every deodorant bottle the packaging on every toothpaste every toothbrush that you buy has to be designed and by somebody and then it has to be manufactured by somebody and then all the somebody has to put the toothbrush in that the, the world is yeah this insane mind-boggling web of behind the scenes stuff that most people don't think about and the world does suck and, and we should make it better but people because it's kind of this it works so well that people think that things are a lot simpler more push button than they are when in fact to get it is amazing that any product exists let alone millions of them yeah and then continue to iterate and change and new products are are peeking out into and out of existence at any given time you know what i mean like there's a ma there's there's a like a, an actual legitimate occult magic that i feel present in that kind of stuff not to mention like the marketing aspects which i don't know i feel fucking i feel so crazy and weird about it because my my working history has always been in and around some kind of trade right i've always worked to support a trade but i've never been a part of the trade right so like when i was when i was working as a chef right like i didn't own any of the restaurants i didn't make any of the fucking money at the end of the day i was just the guy that they hired to cook the meals right 
when I was fucking working as a driver, I was just a guy that was picking the thing. I didn't own any of this stuff, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't make any any decisions. A lot of the things that I've been doing, like, I've just been supporting people who make decisions, which is fucking most people's work history, right? Like, most people listening to this show have never been in a position of ownership. They've only been in a position of supporting an owner of some sort. And, like, the there's fucking some kind of i don't know there's like this there's a magic there's a i don't know how to explain without sounding like a fucking complete schizophrenic there is like there's this deep bond that we all share because we're interconnected by these by all of this occult knowledge that we've accumulated just from functioning every single one of us is masters of our own domains every single one of us is a wizard in some respect right or is some kind of like sorcerer of, of some sort like capable of, of changing things at a much larger outcome than we believe that we have control of do you know what i'm saying like if i if i convinced you know my team is 40 people my team is 40 people for all of this whole bay area if i convinced 40 people that we no longer want to fucking throw beer 40 40 you know like the the repercussions of that is billions billions not not mil billions of dollars billions of dollars overnight almost right like the that's that's crazy that i have that that we have that kind of control not i but we right and we just maintain it we maintain it because we're told to that's do you, <laughs> do you know what i'm saying i mean you wouldn't be doing shit about it if they didn't pay you it's not like they came to your house like you must merchandise the beer uh, they, yeah like, no no they well they maintain it they maintain it through systems of control like you know fucking paying the rent and you know paying the fucking getting the fucking food you know what i mean like getting food right? like i don't know like yeah the, there's systems of control beyond that but also like that's the other thing too is right it's uh no one i i work for grocery stores i work in lots of grocery stores and i see people stealing all the time right and people are always like oh why don't you do anything about it and i always look at them and be like i don't work for you I'm glad they stole from you. <laughs> like, I hope more people do it. <laughs> like, I hope, I hope that that, I hope this keeps happening. Right. And it's because like, I don't know. There, I don't know. There, there's magic, man. There's magic everywhere. Right. Karl Marx called it, uh, what is it? The, he, he called it, he called it capital. <laughs> it's like this. There's miracles everywhere up in this bitch. One time, yeah. <laughs> one time I I saw a pelican in Frisco Bay. He tried to eat my cell phone and he flew away. You know what else would be a miracle? If we can get 40 people not to just stop slanging beer. What if we get yeah. 40 people, like the people listening, to uh, go to patreon.com forward slash the homie collective. The homie collective. Give us, uh, <laughs> give us a, a dollar and or more. Oh, yeah, maybe dropping a giving us ten. If you forty people gave us ten dollars, that's four thousand dollars, and we could take this show for real. I'll make this show for real. And if we can get I'll enough money, if we we our stretch goal right now is that we want to go and do content next year from the gathering of the Juggalos. Juggalos. And uh, but that's gonna cost a little money to get us out there. Uh, so yeah. you know, yo, if if you want to hear listen, that though. And see Listen, it. And I was thinking I could probably run a little subgenius revival there too. So hey, yeah, we could we could Listen, mix it up. Listen, if you start paying, if people out in Patreon land or even not Patreon land, people just listen to the podcast. Just give me a dollar. If we get enough people to give us a dollar, I will fucking start doing daily podcasts. I literally, you think that I won't? I'm psychotic enough to do it. I will never run out of shit to say. All right. I won't build Burrit and be like, oh, blah, 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 blah. I will go out there and I will find schizophrenics on the street and I will have conversations with them and I will record them with their consent, of course. But I will record them and I will. I don't care. I want to do this. I was talking to somebody today about it and someone has been DM. Uh, actually, I can't remember their name. I think Olive something. Wonderful person. Been reaching out to me almost daily, talking to me. I love i love that i love hearing people dm me uh, especially i'm going through a hard time right now i had a recent breakup with a based racist 
he he <laughs> he fucking he blocked me. If you're listening to this base racist, what did I do, man? What did I do? Give you your attention? Give you what you wanted, man? Is that what is it? Is this what you want? <laughs> Anyways, uh, fucking, they were asked. They were talking about the podcast, and I and I brought it up because I hadn't thought about it in a while. But like, I used to the re- I was like a very prolific musician when I was younger, in my early twenties. And before that, I was an even more prolific writer. And before that, an even more prolific artist. I would draw constantly. And as I've gotten older, I've not had the ability or the time. I just end up getting, like, responsibilities because, like, I collect responsibilities like people collect Pokemon. But, like, I've just had responsibilities where I had to, like, you know, I had to let go of these artistic pursuits. So I end up fucking writing or or I end up writing less or drawing less or making less art. But the podcast really changed something in me because i now have this like responsibility to people to talk to them for an hour or more once a week and one of the weird influences that it had in my life is that i'm far more i'm constantly seeking novel experiences i'm constantly seeking open like you know weird things weird experiences novel people uh, interesting people and I'm opening up myself more and more to these experiences just so that I can talk about them on my stupid fucking podcast and it's leaving me a more open person and I think that this is once again me placing 100% of myself in this you know what I'm saying do you get what I'm do you catch my drift you're making enough money where I could pay my portion of the rent and have a little walking around money I would I'd go all in all in yeah. On this, the homie collective, the homie adjacent stuff, you know, it'd be so nice. And if you'd like that, folks, <laughs> pony up. Give us a little dollar. Give us a dollar and, you know, too. people you are talking earlier, people feel like, you know, they do stuff, but they don't be the one that make the decisions. They don't own things. You could feel like you own part of the you ancient do, show I'm, if you give us you money. Own, you own. You give us a dollar. You own me. <laughs> spiritually. Yeah, spirit in a spiritual sense. Kind you are of literally abstract, non-binding, non. You own a share. <laughs> you own a share of my of me of, of my hearts. soul. You, yeah, of my soul and my heart. My heart belongs Man. to the devil. We kind of came to an agreement on that, so that's not <laughs> on the table. Unfortunately, I would have good. Yeah, yeah. Shogs is. Shogs already has like like 60% shares. Actually, when I die, actually all the critters that I've sold my soul to get to fight over it. Bob and the <laughs> devil and Jesus and Mohammed. I don't think, uh, is your, are your DMS open shogs? Uh, on Twitter. Yeah. Because people have been reaching out to me to try to reach out to you. I don't know why nobody just doesn't fucking DM me. I get DMs all (laughs) day from like skip crypto scams and fucking oh, did you see Bubba has her OnlyFans? She's so hot. It's like die, die, die. Shogs is the guy to talk to about subgenius stuff. I don't know anything about the subgenius. Reach out to me about the subgenius stuff the other day. Yes, lots of people. um, um, What was her name? In my all of you yeah shout out yes Praise yeah, yeah she she's the one who's talking to me too yeah she rocks um anyways yeah th- that kind of stuff reach out to shogs shogs is the guy i don't know shit about i don't know anything about anything shogs Easy is a, to get shogs a hold of. Is, yeah <laughs> shogs is a wizard i'm a fucking psycho all right that's the that's the difference between the two of us all right uh i don't know chaos priest but I don't know shit about Discordians either, and I'm too, like, nervous to ask about it at this point. Because so many people associate me with Discordian shit, and I don't You know. hang out with a I lot don't. of, you know, you know, the, you, you let, uh, you let one sub you let one Discordian into your bar, you start getting a reputation as a Discordian bar. <laughs> I saw somebody do the, the Nazi bar thing, but with tankies the other day, and I, I must admit, I chuckled. <laughs> You know what? I've seen a lot less tankies on Twitter. I wonder what's going on with that. Um, I couldn't tell. They're you. not on Blue Sky either. Where are they? What are they doing? They're in, they're in Hazard. Dis- they're on Discord. They're, yeah. they're on Discord grooming miners. <laughs> Reddit. 
the, yeah. the, the, the comment sections of drag videos. Yeah. Is it drag or I thought it was J-Rag? I've been I saying can't, I don't know. I think it's drag. I don't think he's uh, pertinent anymore. I think he... He's not. It's has. It's has now and... He so, stopped doing I, the shit that the psycho kids liked. Now he does different shit. That's probably better, but nobody cares. It's uh what I've come to understand the the hierarchy of like psychopaths or psychopathic listenership is uh the top like the guys who are so left that they're actually Nazis now. Those guys are uh that's all Vosh you know what I'm saying? Like all Vosh listeners. And then beneath them is has guys, and then beneath them is destiny guys, and that's that's gonna be at the top because I find has so much more contemptible than Vouch. Like Vouch is kind of a shitty guy, but has is like, okay, Vouch is a dumb shitty guy, but has is a stupid shitty guy. Like Vouch, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he's yeah, I, I hate him I don't because know. he's like he's much more pretentious, I guess. Which not to say Vouch isn't, but. I don't know. I, don't, I I like has even less. I I don't like either of these. I listen. I don't know anything about them. I don't listen to their shows. I just from the vibes of their fucking the way that I make any like snap judgments about things or people is I don't look at the person exactly. I look at the people who like them. Right. I get a I get a good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. I was just talking about the guys. I I um I don't know much about their fans other than vouch people seem culty to me the has guys from my little little understanding the has guys seem what is it like those maga patriot kind of yeah so no the 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 communist maga communists yeah there's so many kinds of (laughs) i get mixed up we get, you, by the way, that's another thing that I get in trouble for all the time is like, uh, your co-host uses slurs. I'm like, talk to him about it, dude. I'm not the one saying it, all right? I'm not even platforming him. He's just saying it. I right? would like so to just... apologize to the uh, community of people who should suck my dick from the back <laughs> for all the things <laughs> that I've said that caused them to become the type of people or react in such a way that they should suck my dick from the back. I personally don't say it because I would like a career in media at some point, but I know Shogs. We have a career Shogs. in media. Look, if, look, if I get the, that. The people, the, the people we are talking about are way worse than us. Yeah, and, no, of and course. By of course. every but metric. You, listen, you're going to end up on the Shane Gillis podcast, all right? I will not get that invite, all right? But I will. I, might I know get a he's Hasanabi. a person. I don't. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> you go to. I, I, yeah. I, I, all I want to do, I don't. I just want to see Sam Hyde fight Hassan. I, I think yeah. that'd be the best Listen, thing. That's what, we're trying to divide and conquer over here. I'm trying to get on Hassan's good side. You're trying to get on Sam Hyde's good side. And we're trying to see who wins. We're you doing COINTELPRO like, to each other. Yeah, to each other. <laughs> that's what the ancient show's all about, all right? It's, agent, I'm an FBI agent. We both, yeah. We're both trying to <laughs> gaslight each other into because of our you know uh, agency rivalry. Yeah, yeah. We don't get along. I'm that'd be a like, fun. That'd be it? a fun story, wouldn't it? Yeah, like two yeah. guys, like from competing intelligence agencies, just psyoping each other. Like Shogs, don't you just hate women and minorities, man? <laughs> you over here, like, yeah, you know the white man's keeping us down, right? I'm like, yeah, he is, dude. <laughs> Holy shit, Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Uh, yeah, that's a good. That's a that's a lot of good fodder on that one. <laughs> Our, my, I think the problem that I have, like when me and you get together, when we do the dark, the dark classico, when we when we're doing this, is dark, that like the dark dyad? Yeah, the dark. <laughs> yeah, the dark biad, but only one of us is bisexual. <laughs> oh my! I mean, God. how much does it cost? I might be bisexual too. <laughs> For the right price. Uh, no, so the when we get together and we start doing it, we start talking about we. There's no one here to like suss out when the bit is too funny. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> when when it's I I remember one time I used to have a homie named Darwin, and he was like a yes ander. You know what I'm saying? Like he would just yes and you until oblivion. He would just he was like an anti topper. He would just try to like 
just get the ante up just no matter what he just had to fucking get it up higher and higher say another, crazier and crazier another crazier. fine ucb graduate i see yeah yeah <laughs> uh and um one time we went we went to some lady's house to go help her out with like a move or something and we started out and what happened was i said yeah the liberal media isn't going to tell you this and that was the joke is that i said the liberal media and then he went on to like this straight fucking racist tirade about like but the thing was he was saying it as a joke but the problem is that like you didn't know that if you don't know him so he just went on this fucking massive racist tirade about like how like fucking you know like how 9-11 was not an inside job it was perpetrated by like the bilderbergs who were like a jewish people like <laughs> like i don't it was crazy it was fucking crazy that he just fucking just launched into it and the lady kicked us out of her house like almost instantly was like yo you you guys need to fucking go and i was mad because i was like you <laughs> laughed at my liberal media joke bitch right? <laughs> like it was him i didn't do shit right i didn't say any of that stuff he did it and then as we were leaving right he was like oh i'm kidding i was just kidding i was just kidding and then she said she says one of the craziest things that i think about to this day and she said no one with she said no one would joke with that much knowledge behind it and i thought <laughs> and i it it made me feel crazy because now i think about every now and then i'll end up like making a joke about like you know we'll do the the grand wizard jokes or whatever the fuck of you know big wizard hat and shit like that's that's a joke and then like i start thinking about ways to push it further and i start like delving into like klu klux klan looking up googling the history of the klu klux klan and i'm like what the fuck am i doing <laughs> like why why am i doing you can this? like tell john like, hi i'm wally buttersworth and i'm here to tell yeah, you yeah. about and you get some yeah. people might get the joke that that was a real person because the Ku Klux yeah, Klan yeah. used to send out these little <laughs> little vinyl records that had like a racist podcast on it that you could get in the mail in like the 40s Imagine. there are people who documented these and you should listen to them it's interesting not just because it's funny but because it also like they used to mail out racist podcasts, Pod, yeah, podcasts. but also racist, they sound just, they use almost the same fucking rhetoric as the modern right. They just yeah. control F like, oh, now it's the trans people. Now it's the, 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 yeah. the crimes, but nothing's fucking changed on that side. And it's, it's, it's insane how little creativity they have, but it's also really interesting because, well, I, I've. I don't know. The history of horrible things is interesting. If you hate something, why wouldn't you find out everything you can about what you hate? We got to start like recording the podcast in mixtape form and start mailing it. (laughs) Cassette tapes. Just start sending out cassette tapes of our podcast. Just to random addresses from the phone book. Yeah, yeah, just like ass. People are like, what the fuck? And they're going to play it and they're like, what the fuck is this? burning burning a burning your podcast to a cd and just start like just airdropping them is so fucking funny but like i'd actually have access to cassette tape players at this point just because yeah exactly it's kind of a sort of a comeback novelty thing eh? I, I do like the idea of getting one of the, like one of our getting like uh the jesse ventura podcast like fucking pressed onto vinyl and <laughs> Just yeah, with a little little sleeve that's just like three yeah. Jesse Ventura heads, like that Queen album cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. All my homies, Jesse Ventura. <laughs> Jesus Christ, dude. Collectors. What's wrong edition. with us? <laughs> it's good. It's a good merch idea. You know, it's fucked well, up. I'm really excited people... to do all my homies, Marianne Williamson. <laughs> I love her. Do you see? Uh, do you see? Fucking. Uh, 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 just Ron does run to sanctimonious. Fucking had his uh, launched his presidential candidacy on fucking a Twitter on space t- with Elon. I did, and it didn't work. It like crashed multiple times, and just. Did you see my? Did you see my uh, my impression behind all that? No, because they were talking about it in posters chat. They were all like trying to see it, and they were like, "Oh, this isn't working." Blah blah. blah. Listen, I love you guys in posters too. chat. You guys are my best friends, all right? I love all... Like, literally, you are all my best friends. You're all invited to my house. I, I think about you guys 
all the time. It's crazy. Poster Chat is deep and near dear to my heart. And if you give but me Diana say, Land's number, I've, I've been wanting to talk to her for a while. I wonder where she went. If, but I will say, you motherfuckers are real perverts, real sick, real sick, disgusting individuals to go through that much fucking like pain, to go through that much, to literally just like, like oh, why isn't it working? And send, like trying to figure this shit out. For just to hear a closeted man from Florida be like, I'm running for president. That's insane. What the fuck is wrong? Not just you, but everybody. I didn't go through Why that is- much work. I mean, <laughs> I just heard about it. I'm not. I'm pretty checked out on most media other than like, haha, that's funny. Might watch it later on YouTube. The only thing I really yeah. care about is if uh, Donald Trump gets into the debates again. Because the fucking 2016 Republican debates was some of the finest television I've ever experienced. <laughs> you don't even have to care about politics to enjoy them. They are the yeah, funniest yeah. shit you've ever seen in your life. The way the way yeah. he just 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 rips Jeb up like a late just it's so he wipes out an entire generation of political candidates just by being a catty little bitch. So it's the most <laughs> if he'd stopped there, he would have been the greatest patriot that ever lived just for destroying the Bush political fantasy family. But he, he kept going and maybe one could argue he took it too far. Yeah, I I like to think of him as like. He's one of those people that's circumstantially racist. Like, he is a racist, but it's circumstantial. Does that make any sense? Like, if the hood fucked with Donald Trump, he would fuck with the hood. Do you know what, <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? Do you get what I'm saying? Like, it's he's, a, he's been a racist his whole life because, like, the only people who ever fuck with him are white people. But he's, like, very much like I a don't Chad know about Hanks that. character. Have you ever heard? You've heard the, the, the uh, song by The Time that was written by Prince? A Donald Trump black version? No. The f- yeah. No. I've never heard it. It's incredible. It's a great song. It's uh, like a, now I gotta hear. It. Yeah, I'll I'll send it to you after we're done. We could talk about it on the uh, Patreon only episode. <laughs> on Patreon. Uh, uh, we yeah, don't talk about Donald Trump soon. that much, but the thing is, like, with even on Home of Vulgaris, I spent, I've spent most of the trump i spent most of the trump presidency not talking about donald fucking trump and i've spent most of the time since not talking about donald trump because everybody fucking talks about donald trump and it's really boring and who wants more people being did you know donald trump's a bad guy yeah no shit i mean i like you he's stupid but at the same time i have so much to say about him because there's so much shit there and it's Every the time funniest I... thing. They they failed to impeach him twice. That is it. That is the. I don't know what that says about him or just like the Democrats have reached a point where like you failed to impeach this guy, the worst guy ever, who basically everybody who doesn't love him hates his guts. You've... Twice <laughs> in four years, think... not in two terms, in four years, actually. Three years, because he got another year after that. <laughs> the thing, my the only thing I've ever said about him, and this is this is me just <laughs> being like, take this as you will, take take this how you will. All right, this is me being provocative, like a motherfucker. This is the most provocative Marco statement you could possibly ever say. Donald Trump was our first and our last Marxist president. <laughs> He gave me more money. He did more for my material conditions. But he also hurt a lot of other of my friends, uh, or at least laid a lot of groundwork to hurt their material conditions. And I don't like that. A lot of mixed feelings. But then, you know, he gave me like $12,000 for fuck's sake. No Democrat's ever going to do that. Damn, I didn't didn't even get that. Oh, I I fucking grifted the fuck out of the fact that I quit my job like the two days after COVID because my boss wasn't good. Well, actually, because I was suicidally depressed. But I said on the thing that was because they weren't taking COVID precautions. And then nice. months later, all my shit went through, and I woke up to like nine grand in my bank account one day. I was like, "What the?" <laughs> I, 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 I had a, I had a new iPad within like thirty minutes of being awake. I think, I think that like in the throes of that is when I met you, 
<laughs> I think it was before. I think you met me when I was like in my poor COVID phase because I went through most of that year actually not having any money because mm-hmm. Republicans like to defund things because they're like, we got to take away money from the IRS. Very popular decision. Everybody hates the IRS, but they don't take it away. But I mean, there's no like big fat cat in the IRS who's actually getting rich <laughs> the off fat of the, cats in the IRS. It's <laughs> so, like they aren't taking their money for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> They're taking it for the military industrial complex. It would it would be so funny though if there was like a deep IRS like scandal and there's like one guy who's yes. just been getting all the money. But the, so who do they fire? They don't fire the bureaucrats. They hire the people fire the people who answer the phones and the emails yeah, yeah. and process the paperwork. And that's cuz I hate this I love America. I hate this country. Yeah. I have a complicated but weird relationship with the idea of I, America. That's crazy because I have the exact opposite. I hate America, but I love this country. I don't know which. Right. We probably mean the same thing, but we're just saying it but the opposite diff, way. Diff, yeah. In di- like, we're just, we meet, we're, that's why we're Wario's. Like, I, like I love the jazz. I love rock and roll and American literature and the, the I like the landscape. I like the zany his some some of the history is fun. I like Mark Twain. I like hip hop. I like uh, fucking did I say rock and roll? That's kind of a yeah, semi British. Yeah. I love listen. I love the people of this country. I love everyone inside of it. I love all the people who are fucking. I'm willing to die for my child to die in a school. Right? I like, like that those, we're cool. I like we're the only that country shit. that's cool. <laughs> we're doing. We're doing racism, but cool. No, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Nobody cared about Italians until, for, yeah, until, until they came until, over here and started yeah. doing <laughs> shit that we stereotyped them for. I mean, they cared about them when they were Rome, but yeah, I, yeah. N- never since then. Or when they're oh, the Pope. God. But that was an Italian. Okay, so we gotta. I'm gonna. I'm gonna call it right here, so we can take some, take a quick break. All right, look. If you back. got, if you, if you want, if, listen. I'm at terminal underscore ligma on Twitter. If you got a fucking problem, if you want to talk to me about Shogs and his use of slurs, uh, I don't know what to say about it, but I'll hear you out. Listen, I'm on sex. I'm on Twitter at Ainter Show. Uh, if you feel like listening to our conversation as we get deeper into it. Uh, the next podcast on our Patreon only podcast. Please listen to our Patreon only. Give us a hundred dollars, uh, but you only have to give us one dollar if you want to hear it. Yeah, and I assure you, you it's going to be worth a buck. Yeah, uh, at uh, patreon.com slash the homie collective. Um, yeah, we appreciate the love. Uh, you know what? I have a, in my bio. I have a phone number, and that is the homie hotline. Homie should call that. You guys should call the homie hotline. Anyways, uh, I'll never answer it because it, it just goes straight to voicemail. But leave a voicemail on the homie hotline so I can talk to you. And we'll do like a mailbag thing. We did one before. We'd love to do it again. All right. Uh, that's it. Bye.